0: Now, the old one is swinging a drive, center field and deep. Going back is Acuna. He will turn. Gone! A walk off for Sano. And the Twins win it. A high fly, center field. And that ball is gone. I thought I should play both versions there because that was so much fun last night. Welcome to the Twins Wrap with Dick Bramer, who you just heard from Fox Sports Net North, and the call that uh, walk-off home run by Miguel Snow last night to give the Twins a victory, and also right before that, Corey Provis from the Twins Radio Network. Uh, both calls very, very good. And uh, Dick Bramer again with us. Brought to you by Jefferson Lions every Tuesday for the Twins Wrap. And well, Dick, that was fun.
1: <laughs> Quite a night last night at Target Field, and uh, just one of the more dramatic moments uh, in Target Field history. Guy comes off the bench, and it's just another example, I think, of how deep this Twins lineup is when you can start with the Scopes and Sano's on the bench, and then, of course, they're all available coming off the bench, and a big pinch hit home run last night for the big man and uh, an awfully uh, important win for the Twins.
0: You know, and, and as you mentioned to me off the air, especially after we were talking about the Cleveland game and one nothing, the Rangers hold them off. And I think about 2001, Tom Kelly's last year, when everything was going pretty well, LaTroy Hawkins gave up a few... Uh, Uh, Save opportunities, and Cleveland took over from there. Here we are, coming up in the first week of August, and I'm not going to say that August 5th maybe could start everything with with that, especially when you got a four-game series against Cleveland. But I think we'll remember this one for a long time if the Twins can get some separation here in the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, a couple of games with Atlanta, and then the big four-game series with Cleveland. And you know, if if the Twins can find a way, regardless of what the lead is like. Uh, come Thursday night, if the Twins can find a way to win that series and pick up two more games, that's going to go a long way toward keeping this team in first place all the way till the postseason.
0: Boy, let's uh, just chat about Nelson Cruz this past week. <laughs> you know, Dave St. Peter said it on Sunday, and I agree with him. It reminds you a little bit of the love and just everything that he brings to the table, like Jim Tomey back in 2010. But it is just amazing. I grew up watching uh, you and Ted Robinson and all these guys whenever you would say Puck Herbeck coming up next inning, and I'd go, okay, I can't even go to the bathroom. I don't want to miss a pitch. And <laughs> that's kind of what's going on right now with Cruz and Snow and Rosario and these guys.
1: Yeah, and, and certainly credit Nelson Cruz, but I think also uh, credit the way the Twins have handled him, giving him some time off. You know, this is, uh, we're in the second half now, and whether it's Cruz, whether it's Rosario, polanco whatever you know the twins were very careful with their players in the first half wanting them to be strong for the second half and there's no better example of that than nelson cruz has already hit 14 home runs since the all-star break you know the, the players history over time is that the second half isn't as good as the first half and there are exceptions to that of course but generally the grind of the season wears on the players to the point where they can't you know, produce the type of numbers in the second half as they did in the first half. Well, the twins were very careful with the 39 year old designated hitter. And, uh, well, he looks like he's really fresh and ready to go here for the balance of the regular season. But you know, what he's done has just been spectacular. He made it to his 39th birthday without hitting three home runs in a game. And since his 39th birthday, he's done it twice.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. I don't know if he's going to play as long as Tom Brady plans on playing, but he he certainly looks like he you know he's so comfortable at the plate right now. It looks like he could play quite a few years.
1: Yeah, you know, and when the Twins signed him as a 38 year old, you know, I think everyone was excited because of what he'd done. But in the back of everyone's mind was, well, at some point it's going to end. What does he have left? And you see it every year where someone fades uh, into retirement. Uh, at that age. And that's not the case with this guy. He takes very good care of himself. He, he has his routine, which, you know, uh, for not, uh, tonight's game, for instance, uh, late in the afternoon, he'll go into what has been called now the nap room and he'll take a little nap, uh, because that's what works for him. And to know yourself and to go through a routine that, you know, works. Uh, really helps can help prolong a career, and I think we're seeing that with Nelson Cruz.
0: Do you think then, since you mentioned that, that maybe it was almost a good thing that he got three days off down in South Florida?
1: Well, I I think that, you know, the all-star break helped. He was hurt and missed about three weeks uh, in May and into June. Um, Yeah, I don't think there was too much concern that uh, the layoff was going to disrupt what he, you know, had been doing prior to the series in Miami. And, uh, yeah, you know, you see guys, you know, 15 years younger than than he is getting some time off here uh, in 2019. So, you know, sure, why not give him some time off? And I think he had two plate appearances in that Miami series uh, just to kind of keep him engaged with the team and all that. Uh, We'll see that again now whenever this, you know, when this homestand ends, we have a couple games in Milwaukee will be playing by National League rules, and he'll probably be, uh, you know, relegated to pinch-hitting duty then again, too. So, uh, yeah, when you're 39 years old and I think, you know, you have a front office that's very diligent about uh, trying to protect its players, it's it's a really good situation both for him and for the Twins.
0: Dick Bramer with us. The Twins Wrap brought to you by Jefferson Lions. I am Derek Hanson here on the Drive Time News Hour. And- A guy, I guess I'm kind of bearing the lead here, because we'll talk about this walk-off, pinch-hit home run for Sano for a long time, but really a guy who made it happen is Luis Arise, who, I don't know, how how do you take him out of the lineup right now? It's got to be tough for Rocco Baldelli. He's so good at the plate.
1: He's gotten some awfully big hits late in some of these Twins wins, and uh, you're right, he got two big ones last night. Drove in the first two runs of the game in the middle innings, And if he doesn't, you know, put the ball in play, which is his best talent, he hits the ball hard, but he doesn't strike out. And just by putting the ball in play, his bat exploded, but he dumped a single in the left field. If he doesn't do that, Sano doesn't hit in the ninth, and maybe the Braves get two or three runs in the top of the 10th. You don't know. Uh, He's just a joy to watch. And he's a perfect complement for, for the rest of the lineup in that, Jonathan scope has a lot more power, but there's enough power without scope in that lineup. And what they need is an on-base machine to make some of those home runs 2 run home runs, three run home runs. And, and he not only can pick up two hits uh, in a game on a regular basis, but he also has more walks than strikeouts. And in this era, that type of player is very, very rare. The twins have really been lucky. That he's come up and adapted so well to the big leagues.
0: Yeah, I think Scope and Cruz obviously are great offseason pickups. But I think it's safe to say that the yeah Twins, without a doubt, I'd put my next, I'd put my house on the fact that they'll uh, exercise the option on Cruz. But Scope, this, I, I I don't know. I think a rise in Polanco might be the middle infield for a while. Am I wrong?
1: Well, uh, you know they've got Marwin Gonzalez coming back for another year, uh, and they love a. Ray Adrianza, so I think he's coming back. And and so, you know, one of the beauties of this Twins roster among the position players, the flexibility players can move around. Arise can play in the outfield, although I think they'd prefer to leave him in the infield. He can play third base, second base, uh, but I I think he would do well if he had just one position. And next year, if Scope doesn't come back, uh, I'd be stunned if Luis Arise isn't their everyday second baseman.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the pitching. I thought Jake Tarizzi looked good last night, and I think he had a little stumble there after your All-Star break. But if he can get back on track and have Barrios back up with, you know, certainly those two kind of starting off this rotation, that's a good sign. Because I think for this team to be successful, not only in this pennant race run to win the American League Central, but in the postseason, he has to be the way he was early on in the season.
1: Well, frankly, I don't know, Derek, whether he could possibly be that good because he was, I thought, the best starting pitcher in the league uh, in April and May. He picked up 10 wins and 11 starts, and in half of those uh, wins, he didn't give up any runs. That's how good he was. But he can do uh, what he did last night. And I really thought he, uh, the, the big factor that led to the Twins win and whatever might happen here for the balance of this homestand, was that extra inning that he pitched last night. He was. You know, throwing a lot of pitches, the pitch count was up. He got through five, and we thought, well, maybe that's it. But because the bullpen was a little worn out, uh, thanks to the four prior or three prior wins on this uh, winning uh, streak that they're on, uh, they wanted to not use Romo and hopefully not use Rogers. They asked Rizzi to pitch one more inning, and it was his best inning, a one, two, three, six. That was a big, big inning, not only for Odorizzi, uh, but for the Twins. So, yeah, it looks like he's... Rounding back into form, I think it's with him just a matter of command of his pitches, particularly that high fastball that he gets so many foul balls and swings and misses on. Uh, If he can get back to close to what he was in April and May, this Twins rotation is going to be really, really good again.
0: It was great to see Trevor May get back in there and hopefully get some confidence going too. I mean, that was uh, really nice to see those last two innings, him finishing up the game for the Twins.
1: Yeah, there's an awful lot there to like. And he had, of course, two or three really bad outings in a row, just critical uh, home runs and hits allowed and some walks too. Uh, But, my gosh, he threw 99 miles per hour last night. We didn't even see the curve, which I still think is a good pitch for him. Uh, We saw more of the changeup last night. Uh, It's a power arm out of the bullpen. And if they can get him locked in uh, and have him – regain the command of his pitches, uh, the rotation's going to be in good shape, and the bullpen is really going to benefit if if Trevor May can pitch like he did last night.
0: Devin Smelter, is it safe to say that he's up for the duration? What an impressive performance. And whether it be a, a starter or out of the bullpen, he has that little funky delivery. I, I just love what he brings to the table.
1: Well, he's left-handed, and that helps. But he has pitched five games for the Twins couple out of the bullpen and all but one have just been brilliant outings, including a start against Kansas city. Uh, you know, when he had that five inning relief appearance against the Yankees and their lineup and gave up just an Encarnacion home run, it gives you some idea of how difficult it is for hitters to pick the ball up against him and and put a good swing and, and put the good part of the bat on the ball. Uh, his stuff plays up here. Uh, he's gone back and forth but I really don't think he'll be going back to Rochester anytime soon. I think the Twins have been looking for a lefty to help either in the rotation or out of the bullpen. Uh, Martin Perez hasn't pitched very well in the rotation. I can see Smeltzer sliding in there, uh, but it's also nice to have that uh, other left-handed arm out of the bullpen too.
0: Oh boy, uh, it, the Sergio Romo kid, he's, uh, <laughs> he's impressive. He's quite a character too.
1: He's the pitching equivalent, I think, to what Williams Astadio was in terms of a personality and somebody who's always positive and uh, has kind of an infectious level of enthusiasm, if you will. Uh, he's been a great find. I still think the Twins are really going to be glad that they uh, traded for Sam Dyson once he gets off the injured list. So I, I can see this Twins team maintaining this, this good mojo they've had really since the All-Star break. Uh, they've won now 11 out of their last 16. Uh, you know, they're playing good baseball. The starting rotation has had a good uh, last couple turns through the rotation. Uh, because of that, because the starters have gone deeper, the bullpen has lined up pretty well. So let's hope that this uh, good run the Twins have been on can uh, be extended through this homestand.
0: Yeah, the whole Sam Dyson thing. One thing I like about the uh, Skipper Rocco Baldelli, I think he even kind of admitted he wishes he could have done that whole thing over again because, you know, a game that got away and just a tough start on, you know, getting back into it on Friday night and I think better things are to come for Sam Dyson once he gets off the IL.
1: Well, he, you know, got off on the wrong foot obviously in a game he probably shouldn't have been pitching in. He showed up in the dugout in the third inning uh and then came in to try to get the save. And I asked Jason Castro the other day who was catching him. uh, I said, did you even get a chance to talk to him before he came in the game? And he said, I didn't even know he was here because Dyson showed up in the dugout while the twins were in the field, then went out to the bullpen. And he said, he honestly didn't know that Sam Dyson uh, had arrived until he trotted in from the bullpen. So it was tough for everybody. You know, the pitcher was uh, at a disadvantage. The catcher was, he'd never caught the guy, never really talked to the guy. Uh, so, yeah, and then you know a little bit of a shoulder issue. I talked with Sam about it yesterday, and it's something that's been lingering going back uh, right out of the All-Star break. He pitched in four games out of five for the Giants, and uh, uh, there's no concern. I don't think that this is a long-term thing. Just shut him down, and uh, hopefully in about a week they'll bring him back and he'll be ready to go.
0: Just a couple more here for Dick Bramer, the television voice of the Minnesota Twins. For our Twins Wrap, brought to you by Jefferson Lions, I am Derek Hansen. And uh, every time – Donaldson comes up for the Braves, and the way he used to torch the Twins at Target Field with the Blue Jays, my heart just—I have to hold my breath every time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last night uh, Ryan Harper hung him a curveball, and he tied it uh, with a single, tied the game. And uh, of course, that was disappointing. Uh, I just was so happy he didn't hit it—you know—into the third deck. It was that bad of a pitch. And then uh, you know he got the game tying hit, but uh, he held him, I guess, to a single. You're right when he. Uh, has come to target field in the past, particularly when he was with Toronto and Bautista and Encarnacion. Uh, As I said last night on the telecast, I think the best seat was somewhere in the third deck because those guys really pounded Twins pitching. So we'll see what happens here with the balance uh, of the uh, series here and see if uh, maybe the Twins can uh, keep Donaldson in the ballpark tonight and tomorrow as well.
0: You've uh, been watching Twins baseball a lot longer than I have. Who's your when you think of Twins killers? Who's the first people that had come to mind for you? For me, it was you know a few guys. Eddie Murray, of course, he killed everyone. But I mean, he's and Freddie Lynn used to kill the Twins all the time.
1: Yeah, you're talking about uh, you know uh, Hall of Fame or borderline Hall of Fame players. So they they probably have beaten up a lot of people. I guess you know the, what still stands out for me is that uh, Jim Tomey hit six home runs in one year against Rick Reed. Tomey was always a guy that uh, even more than, you know, people tend to forget they had Manny Ramirez and Jim Tomey in the in the same lineup, uh, and more than Manny Ramirez or anybody else that comes to mind, Tomey just seemed to always rise to the occasion and really punish the Twins.
0: Well, it certainly was a pleasure. I was outside playing with our new puppy, I listened to Corey for a while, got in, and Boy, Jim, Cott, Burt Blyleven and you—that is an all-star lineup. <laughs> that is just such a pleasure. Just having different, having two pitchers like that and breaking down the game—it it is really a treat.
1: Yeah, five hundred and seventy wins, uh, major league wins, and then you throw in the nine that I got in American Legion ball in high school, and there's a lot of pitching in that booth.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, well, it—it it, it really is fun. I mean, it's just. It, And having those two talk about the game and just breaking it down and comparing a rise to Carew, who, you know, they played with Carew, that's pretty cool, just as far as the stance, anyway.
1: Right. Well, and and of course, they're, you know, Bert's in the Hall of Fame. Jim should be in the Hall of Fame. And and you got the winningest left-hander in Twins history, winningest right-hander. Unfortunately, we're not going to be working the three of us together again. Uh, Bert's doing the rest of this series, and then a – Justin Morneau makes his return to the booth for the Cleveland series. And I think Friday's going to be fun telecast, too, with uh, Justin and uh, uh, Jim Cott working with me on Friday night.
0: Oh, uh, that'll really be good. Yeah, hitter and pitcher perspective. Yeah, looking forward to that. Very good, Dick. Thanks so much. Have a great call tonight. Hopefully uh, it's uh, – well, I like the excitement, but maybe they can just blow out the Braves tonight. We'll see.
1: All right, we'll see. We'll hope for that.
0: All right, sounds good. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon.
1: You got it.